welcome back to the world is yours we're back at it exactly and i'm sure you've missed us yeah clearly sure obviously are. you guys are tuning in yeah and uh, we are making your lives better I'm sure. <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> we're, we're trying to slightly make it better slightly so man uh it's been a crazy couple weeks it's been a crazy co- exactly and uh, i've missed you man i missed you too i just got back yesterday i was yeah. gone for two two and a half weeks in uh, atlanta in, uh, america and uh it was an experience there and you definitely had uh an unexpected time <laughs> during your winter vacation an unexpected jinxed vacation if yeah you, if, you, if i can call it like, like that way yeah so uh man it's been crazy it really has but i'm happy i'm back i'm happy i'm with you i'm happy we're filming I mean, of course you're happier with me <laughs> of course up, man. Shut up, man. i make your life better <laughs> <laughs> so how was uh you were in atlanta right like how yeah, was the vacation it was it was really nice actually I was able to like wind down a bit. <laughs> Sorry, I had yeah, to just, just technical chair. difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I was with my family and uh, yeah. I had a very chill time. I didn't do too much like intense stuff. Okay. But uh, yeah, I had a very uh, chill time. I was able to relax, able to uh, like refresh myself mentally, which I think was like really good for me. I was able to. Were you under pressure? Yeah, I was like very stressed, uh, you know, the past like couple months, and uh, okay. I was able to kind of clear my mind for a bit, you know, get a lot oh, of you stuff. Poor little thing. Oh, <laughs> you poor little thing. Let me talk about my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was able to like I don't know have a have a nice relaxing time, okay. and it was really good for like my mental psyche. So I, I feel like very refreshed and very energetic right now. Okay, that's great. That's great. Good I'm happy you, you, you feel that way. Yeah. And uh, what did you do besides this? Like, uh, have you just been with your family and friends? Yeah, seeing my family, seeing my friends. Mm-hmm. I was able to to see a lot of uh, people I wanted to talk to, uh, some okay. professors from universities in uh, Atlanta. And I was able to talk to them a lot of, about, about a lot of important stuff and uh, talk to them about like Applying to universities because okay. I'm applying, seeing the best places to go, and uh, sure you've like gained a lot from their experiences, right? Yeah, I was able to have some very interesting discussions with okay. some like very interesting and uh, very intellectual people. Well, it's too bad we can't get them here. <laughs> it, <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is it too is. bad we can't get them here. But it did kind of solidify the importance of having those discussions because I was able to like really like. I don't know, refresh myself mentally and re- reorganize myself and reprioritize yeah, myself like, because of that. Exactly like you said, like in the first episode, yeah. you're like you were going to focus on, not focus on yourself, but like maintain that uh, same vibe, same pace you had. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, heading towards going. New Year. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, I feel like I'm doing the same thing, but like in a healthier, like better mental state which i think is really important that's great i'm happy for you man i'm happy for you Thank can't you. say much for me here for my you part. you had a <laughs> difficult go at it yeah i had a pretty rough couple weeks so you remember when i talked about uh, how i'm going to you're gonna get you're gonna have crazy the best around winter vacation <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna go party you're gonna yeah. club get crazy or around new year's and yeah. uh, get insane how did yeah. that go well it all started with a christmas dinner Oh. A casual family Christmas dinner. Fun story. And um, basically, you know, we, we were gathered up, all the whole family, and uh, we were just uh, having, like, normal dinner. Yeah. And uh, I managed to leave early from that dinner. And for what purpose? For the purpose of going to a club fun, and going fun. to have fun. You've ditched your family to go to a club. I did not Christmas. ditch them. I have spent one hour and a half with them. 
that is not the gel. Okay. I literally, I, I just waited for the food. Oh, <laughs> I waited yeah. to eat, and then it, I you just got, you got your free food, and then you went to the call. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't like amazing food. Really? I love those. What was it? I think it was like pasta and like a lot of like Lebanese things. Oh. I'm sure it was that. I'm not. I don't really remember. I'm sure. I you have don't. a very bad memory, by the way. I really have a very you bad both memory. Both do. Like <laughs> us both. So you, the, what happened after uh, you went to the club? I went to the club, and uh, I cannot disclose anything that happened within the club. Yes, because that's his top uh, secret information. A lot of insane things happened there. Yes, and you you had a great time. I had a ama- did I have amazing time? You did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of did. I kind of did. did. Yeah. But anyways, I got back home, and the next day I wake up and. Uh, Everyone's talking around uh, uh, the the living room, and they're talking mm-hmm. about uh, yesterday night. And I, I just woke up. I went there. I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" And apparently, someone was uh, positive uh, during our Christmas dinner, which was fine. Like, it's okay, look for someone to be positive, but we didn't know until the next day, which was too late for yeah any of the damage to happen. And. Um, <laughs> What happened was I tried to quarantine myself. I thought I was isolated because yeah. I only spent an hour and a half. But little did I know, I caught it too. Your whole family had it. Yeah, we all had it. We the all whole, had whole it. family COVID party. Yeah, literally. I'm sure that was fun. And <laughs> it wasn't fun at all. It was a rough <laughs> journey. It was a rough couple of weeks. We've all went crazy. And, uh, yeah. you know, spending too much time with your family within a confined space yeah. and... Uh, uh, with limited access to uh, areas outside world <laughs> exactly yeah, I think be, being trapped with people in like a confined space for so long you, it, it will breed it chaos it drives you crazy it does it drove me crazy man yeah it drove me fucking crazy you have and, to be alone sometimes and I really didn't like literally I, I just picked out some times where I was just like calm and mm. I would like pick out problems with my family <laughs> i literally would do that and it was so insane it was so you insane. start to change your mental state and you start to become a different person when <laughs> exactly you're locked up man, like exactly and it wasn't until that corona vacation and that's mm. what I, exactly what i'm gonna call it that i've learned that I've ha- i have a sister she's 25 apparently really yeah i just realized by staying at home for two weeks that i have a sister <laughs> wow i realized the same thing when i was in the states I'm like oh i have two sisters Oh, I haven't shit, seen you really? guys in a while. You yeah. haven't really mentioned a lot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we both come to interesting epiphanies about our family. Yeah, we have more than we than we know about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have more than we know about. Discovering stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think also uh, that uh, like the journey through... I think like one day was like rough where my fever skyrocketed. And then... Yeah. Like everything went fine, and uh, as soon as I got negative, I was negative. It was like around the third mm. or the fourth of Jan, and uh, I just started resuming my life, like working and uh, yeah. going to the gym. And I think mm. one thing that helped me in the gym, like focus in the gym, I, it's mm. because I go to the gym at six a.m. and yeah. people uh, like uh, find it very hard to understand how going to the gym is at six a.m. Uh, Wait, waking up early is another thing doing things early is completely different oh my god man the gym at 6am is insane 
Yeah, that's that's uh, one thing is because there's first of all there's no people there's not a, enough bulky guys taking <laughs> the fucking bench press and <laughs> hogging it for like an hour and a half and uh, it's just more quiet you know yeah i get you everything in the morning is better like i love waking up in the morning sitting on my balcony and just like having a coffee like oh, really yeah like just i prefer yourself yeah i prefer like having that time to like reflect and do whatever you want like yeah go to the gym get some work done you know exactly just exactly. sit down and relax just starting your day for instance if you start your day at 8 a.m yeah. the whole day changes it does the whole day changes and i think i think one thing that when you're when you have a lot of these things going on for you is that you don't really feel the time passing time goes by so differently depending on what i'm you do. really at this stage in my life where things are going by so fast that i'm so self-aware of time and how it's mm. passing and uh, it's just i think it's because we're we we, ha- we we have a path right now i think both of us with our yeah. own lives we have a path and we're working towards it. We have a lot of goals. We have a lot of visions. And yeah. we're working like very strategically to like yeah, get like all of those this, things besides done. Besides this yeah. whole uh, podcast. Thing. Yeah, like in our personal lives, we have like these goals for ourselves. And we're like very uh, driven to get these things done. And we're, yeah. we're working hard and we're very focused. But when you're living that type of lifestyle and you have that type of mindset, time st- passes yeah. fast. You, know? you really start appreciating time. You do. Yeah, and uh, it's so funny that when you're doing the most boring shit, mm. <laughs> literally time does not pass. Exactly. It's like, like five minutes fe- feels like an hour. Yeah, it, it is very interesting how, you know, the way you live your life affects the way you, you know, experience yeah, exactly. things. And especially when you're doing something that you're passionate about and you, you love. When you, when you are passionate about something and you are doing it, like literally time flies so fast. Yeah. When I do things that I love, man. When I, when I code, when I work in, you know, the, when I day trade, like time flies by so fast. Yeah. And it just, uh, it's a different feeling. It's good. It's not like I feel bad that time's going by fast. I feel like I've gotten so much done, and I feel so good, and you know, I was able to do all of this stuff, mm-hmm. and it feels like I'm just, it's just been ten minutes. Yeah. Well, you do feel good, but like for me, for instance, like you feel like I wish I had more. Yeah, you get you know, addicted. You get, you get hooked to it. You get hooked on it. You're like, yeah. okay, I'm not doing enough. Yeah. How much more can I fit into Exactly. This? And uh, I think that's the thing that's been killing me. Mm. Like, how much more can you do with that given time you have? Yeah. And it's uh, it's so funny because it, even though there's another day, but you still yeah. want more. That, that mentality can either make or break people. Because some people will think like that and they will like destroy themselves mentally being like, there, I will never be able to do enough. I will, I'm not going to have enough time yeah. and I'm not going to get what I want out of life. And that will stop them from doing what they want. And then some people take it as very like big motivational factor. Like I have this time, let me make the most out of it. Let me do yeah. every single thing I can. Yeah, it's either, I think it's one of uh, both ways, like you've yeah. mentioned it. It's either uh, people let time control them mm. or they control their time. Exactly. And it's a very difficult like skill to master and uh yeah it's raw human emotion that you're dealing with with time because you're like rationalizing you know what it means to be alive and what what can i do with what i am given exactly yeah i think i think that's exactly what uh, what we're experiencing at the moment mm. and uh, by the way i think you're very jet lagged right now i am <laughs> right? i am uh, i was 
flight got delayed by like several hours. Yeah. Like ten hour flight. Ten hour. Oh yeah. Then a delayed layover that was like six seven hours. Where did total. you layover? Istanbul. Oh Istanbul. Okay. Yeah. Usually layover France, right? Yeah, yeah. This time I went through Istanbul, which is an even longer flight. And then I was laid over and I got mm. back home at like 2.30. I had no electricity, so I had to carry my three suitcases up the stairs, four floors. You poor little thing. You had to carry all of them by yourself. Exactly. I'm going to cry for you. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given you some more suitcases to fucking carry. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, I, think, uh, I think over last week, or was it like this week, right? I think mm. it was this week. I was listening to The Weeknd's uh, new album. Uh, have you heard it? I love it. I love it. Uh, Dawn FM. Yeah, exactly. That album is like so so creative. The mm. way he implemented the, the design of that album. Yeah. And the feel of it, so retro, old and, school. And the theme, the yeah. theme behind it all. Like I literally felt Death. like it was a time machine. Yeah. Going back towards the, like the 80s with yeah. the music. And also themed with, uh, like you mentioned right now, yeah. Death. Yeah, exactly. He gave that retro vibe to it, and he also implemented this like psychedelic, uh, like existential experience to yeah. it. It was really interesting, per- to, like a purgatory, right? Yeah, like you're stuck in purgatory. You're basically listening to a mm. radio station, and it's explaining to you what you need to do in order to to advance to advance to the, to light, the afterlife. Like as he yeah. yeah, that was that was a very trippy uh, listen. Yeah, it was. It was. It was for and uh, you know one of the writers were, was Jim Carrey. Yeah, I, I saw that in the credits and it like amazed me. I was like, but it made yeah, sense. Like, it, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. As soon as I saw the name, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. Because I think uh, in the last couple of years, Jim Carrey has been going through a spiritual journey of his own. Yeah, right? he, he's changed a lot of, uh, as a person. You know, he went from being yeah. this massive A-list you know, celebrity and he kind of broke down and he took a step back after that mm. and he like reevaluated his you know, position in life. And he told himself yeah. that, uh, you know, he needed to uh, focus on things that were more important to him. And he was putting up a facade and he was... Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think when he mentioned uh, uh, one of those things in an interview, he's like, I'm no longer happy playing that character, Jim Carrey. He yeah. refers to Jim Carrey himself, the person we know yeah. and love as a character that he was playing. And I think yeah. that's a, a thing that happens with a lot of comedians uh, yeah. nowadays. Is that everyone now, everyone yeah. tries to play this identity of, you know, who they want to be perceived as. Yeah, it's very true in our society. I think really like a lot of people just put on an image. They put up a front, you know, exactly. they, try to, uh, they try to appear this certain way that they think people will love, but it ends up destroying them internally. And it's, yeah. a, it's a very sad thing to see. Yeah, that's the thing about uh, putting up an image. I think people who put up an image that is so, uh, let's say, uh, distorted from reality don't really love themselves. And I think yeah. they have to really love themselves and assess themselves mm. before uh, loving others. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, imp- that's very important yeah. in uh, how they should conduct their lives. Yeah, uh, you could definitely see like Jim Carrey's you know, ideas and thoughts on life in that album. I think it made it really special. It That's did. why I really enjoyed it. It really did. It really did. And um, speaking up of other news, I think one uh, local news... Uh, local news gone international. It's like spread. Exactly. I think uh, it's about the Herbitus, um monster. Yeah. Marwan Habib. And yeah. 
just uh, for clarification guys this is uh, a warning for people who really can't uh, who are sensitive to, to such topic yeah. and uh, we're trying to approach it in a very sensitive manner and uh, we're trying uh, our best with what we know and how we feel to approach yeah. this uh, topic in a sensitive way yeah. exactly so if, if this is something that would make you uncomfortable feel free to skip yeah. ahead a bit and then we'll have better conversation yeah exactly so that guy has been first of all let's talk about about him in lebanon mm. he was sexually harassing uh women so all many. over the hamra region and over aub lau yeah. he was i think over 100 women yeah uh, he, sex- he sexually assaulted them or harassed them he had a gym apparently and he's a personal trainer and he would tell them to go to his gym and whatever the hell Mm. and uh yeah it didn't end well for him here but unfortunately to our um, to to hearing that the the lebanese judicial system is so corrupted and uh, fucked up he got away he did he was was able to to escape justice just because of you know Having connections, having connections, or as we call in Lebanon, wasta. Yeah, being able to like use your position in society yeah. to your advantage to escape justice. To... It's disgusting. To it defend really himself, is. they even gave him a platform. Imagine how, how here, terrible that is. The this media is? here was able to give him a platform to to speak about his side of the story, which should not even. Why should someone give him a platform to speak? Why should someone give another person a platform to speak when? Hundreds of women have already uh, affirmed his his gross misconduct against them. Uh, I really can't believe that we're living in a society like this. I yeah. really can't believe. It. But I'm glad he is. Uh, he, he is in jail. He, I'm not sure. He was where in he Miami. Is. Yeah. And uh, he sexually assaulted more women there, and he was found. Uh, he was found. I'm not sure if he was found guilty or not, but he appeared in court and he was arrested. Yeah. On charges of sexual assault. And Miami. I think what happened is that he uh, somehow managed to get a key to a woman's uh, hotel room. Yeah. And pretend just, to be her. He pretended yeah. to be her to get the key. And then he went into her apartment and he did some like terrible shit. And this this is like an example. of. And it wasn't just her. Culture. It wasn't just her. Like apparently in the US as well, dozens of women have yeah. raised the... Uh, like uh allegations allegations against him yeah and uh i'm just glad he was caught and he was seen to who he is actually Mm. and uh, i'm I'm happy that he's going to face proper justice now i'm not sure is if he is going to face proper justice i really am i hope i hope he does i really hope he does because i i I think i didn't really uh, hear any news beyond him uh being uh, like in in court Mm. I, I'm sure, you know, they're gonna, there's enough evidence against him, I believe, to put him away for a long time, hopefully. And, the, like, this topic, like, for me personally, and I'm sure for you too, you know, yeah. we both have, like, very strong connections with our, the woman in our lives growing up. Exactly. We from... both, like, my sisters and my mother, I was very close to growing up, and I always wanted to, you know, protect them and, you know, keep them safe and mm-hmm. be there for them. And, you know, seeing stuff like this happen to women... And even worse, seeing that there are repercussions are not happening to the people that are doing these terrible things is something that's like very like dreadful for me to yeah, see. Yeah, I agree with you. But I, I think one thing is that, uh, it, unfortunately, like uh, 
in our society is that we feel like we need to protect them. And I think this is something that is very wrong. I really think they should be able to protect themselves. And we they are. Yeah. It's not like I'm saying like they can't, but they they should. But because of how uh, like fucked up and uh, very unsafe our society is. Yeah. I think this is this we, is the case. Yeah. The society is, you know, like there are patriarchies and people will turn, you know, a blind eye to things like this entire like societies will turn a blind eye to you know people coming forward with stories like this yeah especially in lebanon they they literally patronize the whole situation exactly. like the, they cultivate it mm. you have uh, the the situation for instance if a girl comes up and talks about uh, uh, her being uh, harassed by a person yeah uh, directly the the court sides with the guy and mm. also the guy also like throws uh, like defamation lawsuits yeah it's insane it's insane yeah. how can you handle a situation like this like seeing like going to like a more broad uh, perspective about this stuff when you look at you know people like jeffrey epstein and uh, harvey weinstein uh how they were able to evade justice they were able to evade a lot just of because of their positions in society and because of their wealth and even like going into how people misuse their power and their positions in society, seeing what, you know, politicians around the world will do in order to gain more wealth, seeing what, you know, like A-list celebrities getting their kids into Ivy League schools by paying them off. Yeah, you exactly. Know, seeing yeah. people use their, their positions in society like this is something that's so wrong. And it's very scary to see, you know, people turn to stuff it's, like it's this. It's not new, though. It's, it's not been... new. People just see it more now with social media. But I think that's very important because it allows it to be like it allows the weeds of this stuff to be, you know, pulled out better because there is more light shining on these types of issues. Yeah. I think globalization has a lot of pros and cons, like you Definitely. were saying. Like you were saying. But one of the, the cons is that like for me, like th that's what I think is that it's really pushing us towards one image, one idea. Mm. one ideology and pushing uh, a lot of the people like to converge towards the same person like what i've noticed is a yeah. lot of people are looking more similar to each other yeah. doing all of uh, literally the same things to themselves to other like other people are doing and like trying to copy the celebrities and uh, whatnot so yeah. i think it has it's like a two-edged sword it is a two-edged sword i mean like speaking more specifically into that you know when you talk about like social media it does allow people to conform to these identities, but it does it mm. by also turning people against each other, you know, because as it's coming to light now, you know, social media platforms will, you know, engage uh, people more in content that they might have problems watching, you know, especially when it comes to political content. Yeah. You know, they will recommend, you know, content that opposes someone's political views because they're tracking your search and they know yeah, exactly. they know what your beliefs are and they are able to use that to turn people against each other and, uh, you know, create a more toxic environment when it comes to people's beliefs and values. Exactly. I and that's definitely been most apparent, I'd say, the past two, three years, especially with COVID the way the media has kind of transformed the way people think to kind of collide mm. with other people's ideas. And I think uh, more to it, like all social media platforms right now, they're just like servers who are collecting information about us. And it's very they're scary. They're information companies. Exactly. That's what they are. It's very scary if this information gets to the wrong hands. 
It is. Like, I, I think they are, you know. They are, obviously, yeah. in the wrong hands, obviously. Yeah. Um, like, for instance, uh, have you watched the, the Social Dilemma? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. when that thing came out, you know. That, that it definitely was insane. It was an eye-opener. Like, I knew mm. about the problem. It put everything into, like, a package. Yeah, I knew about the problem, but not, not to that extent. Yeah, I exactly. didn't really think about it to that extent. But even now, like, that thing came out, I don't know, two, three years ago. Yeah. But there's even much more evidence now of what they've done. Like, I know that Facebook uh, got exposed because... Uh, uh, hateful like not hateful comments but uh, negative comments and dislikes they would actually use them to engage uh, to increase engagement on posts yeah you know the true. more uh, negativity that was being spread and the more hate that uh, certain posts might be receiving the became, more engageful it would uh, become i think that became more apparent when zuckerberg went to court yeah remember I'm, uh, yeah was it like two years ago yeah that was a big thing oh my god it was very Time flies so fast but the, the problem with that was I mean, the the U.S. government did not know what they were talking about in that situation. They were right to bring this man to court and they asked they him didn't questions. Have, yeah, about exactly. That. I think they did not. They did not have enough information. I don't think the right people were asking the right questions. I think they brought the wrong people to deal with this type There's of stuff. There's more into it. There's there, more into it, definitely. I mean, the people that were asking him questions. I mean, no offense to them and you know their position, but they're <laughs> old people. You know, they don't know. Yeah. Uh, what they're talking about and i think if you can bring someone in that's gonna contribute something uh meaningful and has a good understanding of uh, how the world is working right now and how these businesses operate uh, i think it can uh, i think it can really change something i think that's something yeah. that hasn't been done yet that needs to be and done. i think what you're saying right now is very important because we can see it everywhere and around the world even here uh, how like uh, our community is mainly uh, controlled by the elderly. When yeah. I say elderly, and uh, the the govern governing states, yeah, are they consist most people who are like seventy five old, yeah. seventy five years old and yeah. above. Yeah, we which is insane. So new people are so afraid of new ideas. People are afraid of you know these like new. Maybe they consider them radical changes to the way we operate in life, but. Uh, I think uh, I think that we need to be more open to different ideas. Yeah. And I think even if something doesn't work out, trying it and seeing the the outcome of it is still important. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why we haven't really been advancing as a society is that we're letting people who are in who are in outdated generations come and uh, try to figure out how society is yeah. working right now and society like. Look at the past two years, for instance. Mm. It has changed so much. It has. It has changed so much, and it's very, uh, uh, like, it doesn't make sense for people who are that old. No offense to them, of course, yeah. but like, for them to rule and still rule till yeah, now. Exactly. We need we need new ideas, and I think people are so afraid of change now. We need new blood. We do. Some things have expiration dates. They and do. I think that's what they're not realizing. Yeah. Is that they've expired. Ideas may be good, but they have to be good in reference to the time we live in now. Exactly. Exactly. And this is why we're still a third world country. Yeah. yeah. That's why a lot of a lot of countries, you know, are not progressing right now. Exactly. And uh, it's just so funny how like I said before, time is flying by so fast. It is. It really is amazing how, you know, like 2016 felt like a year ago 
Oh my god, like 2012 ago. felt like a year ago for me. <laughs> that was <laughs> really? the year to yeah. be in, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was just me and my brother like hooking up the PS3 <laughs> and just playing Call of Duty overnight yeah. and just not caring about anything in the whole world. 2012, I was a bit younger, I was just playing Minecraft, <laughs> building Legos. <laughs> How old were you when you were when it was 2012? 2012, 2004, I was eight. Oh, shit. I was 13 at the time, yeah. And it was, oh my God, I really have a lot of good memories back then. Yeah. I think when you're a child, is it is it just because when you're a child that you're very nostalgic to those times? Are we really going to like in 10 years from now be like, oh, 2022 it was like a year ago? I think we're like that specifically when we're talking about our childhoods is because like the sense of innocence and like yeah. not everything was so simple back then. Everyone like is so nostalgic about their childhood. Not necessarily because, uh, like, anything was, like, better than. It yeah. was just you were so much more oblivious to, like, certain things. Exactly. And you lived life in a much more, like, kumbaya way. Exactly. Yeah. And now when you know more, like, the more you know, mm. the worse it gets. Even though it knowledge... Feel like that sometimes. Exactly. Like, even though knowledge is something that is very important to have in your life and, and important to gain. Yeah. But... I literally feel like the more I know, the, the more the, cynical you can become. Exactly. Yeah. It, it does have that effect on you sometimes. The more you know, the like less you understand sometimes too. Yeah, well, exactly. How far can you go with knowledge? Exactly. That's the thing. To what extent does knowledge benefit your life? Yeah. And to what extent does it ruin your life? For instance... I would never want to be all-knowing. <laughs> never. I don't think anyone is all-knowing. Yeah. I don't think if I had the option, if I had a genie that could grant me that, wish, I would never want it to happen. If I had a genie, I would like wish for a thousand other wishes. <laughs> That's the first thing I would wish for. The metaverse, man. You're thinking on a different wavelength. Yeah. Who would have thought of that <laughs> idea? <laughs> <laughs> exactly man exactly and i yeah. think that's a good way to wrap up this episode we went down some rabbit holes right now i like it, it rabbit holes rabbit holes i've never heard of this this expression before you, you need to come to america man <laughs> I need, yeah i need to come to america like sometimes I, I think i talk and you just don't understand half the stuff i'm yeah, saying well, but you're like yeah well, yeah, well yeah. you're still 17 <laughs> i'm 22 i'm part of the older generation <laughs> the older generation yeah well i was born in 99 man people think that I'm, was the golden people age people think the... i'm your older brother <laughs> no, yeah yeah and i think uh, on that note i think uh, it's good to end it yeah and we talked a lot about a lot of interesting stuff right now yeah i, I liked uh, the way this conversation went yeah well i didn't ask for your opinion I didn't ask for your opinion, man. Okay. <laughs> Get out of my house. We're not really being able to, to end the, the, the... That's still something we're working on. It's a work in progress. It's a work, it's a work in is. progress. Everything and is. I think uh, we're going to head towards um, finishing this episode right now. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Subscribe, like. Oh, yeah. no, no. We're doing the reverse psychology th thing, right? Do not subscribe. Oh, yeah. Do not like. And uh, do not share on your stories. Don't. Yeah. Don't. We got them. We got them. We're going to go f <laughs> famous now. Man. We're going to be so famous. You keep on like going into the third, like a different wavelength of the metaverse. You're like opening these new ideas that Boy, never we been finished. thought of before. It's over. It's over. The end. The yeah, end. right? I think this is the end, man. Stop. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>